Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin Nakao. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Um, what's going on, Kyle? How you feeling, man? Everything's doing good, bro. Because, you know, for right now, it's been uh, you know, news has been uh, going kind of quiet. So just been uh, catching up on other things, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It has been kind of peaceful this week. Well, kind of, kind of not. Um, well, well, it hasn't been peaceful in the NFL, and we'll speak on that in a minute. But um, Jets and the and the OTAs, um, they have been practicing some somewhat. Um, I know Makai Becton is going to be uh basically reported. Um, he's going to be coming to the um, mandatory OTAs, which is very good news. Uh. I know Garrett Wilson, um, he was limping as he was, as he called a touchdown pass, but they said it's nothing. He'll be fine. Um, the, the offense looking a little rusty, but uh, so is that, should that be a concern or, or no? Um, I must say it's way too early to, um, to really be judging performances at this point. Like right. these guys now really just getting conditioning and, chemistry together, you know, at the beginning. Um, like, I wouldn't really put too much concerns into, you know, overall performances until, you know, we start getting into, um, you know, more of a training camp scenario and the, the competition is a little bit more serious. Right. I think I think once we uh, start really looking at that, uh, that preseason, and then, you know, when they start playing one quarter and two quarters, I think that's where we could get the, you know, the taste of, of did that offense really improved or not. But, you know, it, it don't matter the most until the season starts, you know. So I just feel like, yeah, you're right. It is a little too early. But you know how some fans are. They they want to um, they, they want to be like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> Oh my God, you know, did horrible, you know, nothing didn't really happen yet. Yeah, I get it. But I would say the only thing really, you know, at this point that you can have any real critiques on would be um like passing, because at this point, you know, um there's uh they're not playing as I said really eleven on elevens like that and no serious, you know. Um, schemes and stuff. So, with that being said, if you know, there's a lot of being a lot of interceptions and a lot of um, incomplete passes and stuff like that going on this early, you know, there's not a chance. There's nothing to really panic about, but you right. should still be somewhat concerned because at the end of the day, these should be the easiest passes to be completed, you know, for the year. Right. You know, in these type of scenarios. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you, and just like I said, we'll we'll definitely um we'll definitely keep you know keep on the lookout for you know Zach Wilson and the defense and the offense per se. But like I said, it's very good news. Makai Becton will be at mandatory OTA OTA, so you know can't can't wait for that. Um, uh, man, Kyle, you know he was just laughing. I was just laughing at this, but uh, PFF. Uh, named Robert Salah, the NFL's worst coach. <laughs> like, like the Jets can't, <laughs> the Jets can't stay out the media for nothing, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that one to me is a head scratcher because you know we we there was definitely you know three teams that finished you know worse than the Jets this this past season. Um, one of which one coach got fired before he can even really you know get anything going with the team. You know, in uh, Meyer. So my thing is like. How could you know? I'm saying, how could um, Salah be the worst coach when you have teams that were worse and one guy getting fired before he even finished the season? <laughs> yeah, they said the offensive rank 25 or 26, minus 18 points, scored the season, and defensive rank 26 or 26 plus 18 points allowed the season. Um, Salah's Jets did struggle in the, his first season as a Jets coach, but injuries and a roster lacking in talent across the board mean that his impact estimate is likely lower than it should be. Like, what is, what, like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, like that don't make no sense at all. Cause I'm scratching my head too. I thought uh, Dan Campbell from the Lions should be last, right? Um, I would think so. You know, they won, they won one game, which was against the, what was it? The Vikings, mm. you know, and I watched that game. And like, for the life of me, I don't understand how the DB allowed that touchdown because he literally looked like he watched the ball go all the way to the receiver and watched him catch it. Like he right. made zero movement. So, so to me, if that's the coach that got a win in that type scenario, and that was his only one from the season, like how can you look at um, the Jets and have them worse than any other team? You know what I mean? Like, uh, me, it doesn't make sense to me. It don't make sense to me neither, Kyle. Uh, it's always that media. And then, and then of course, ESPN's um, uh, a chance the number one pick for the Jets for the 23 draft is, is I think, they the highest with 13.6%. And a chance at top 10 is 68.4%. Um, I can understand the chances at top 10 because – we really don't know what we're gonna get, but I come on, man. I I don't think I don't think this is the same just team as last year, and I don't think they're gonna play that's they're gonna play that way. Yeah, this is this is definitely not the same team. Just on the premise of um one talent and two, you know what I'm saying, um going into the season, hopefully we don't have the same amount of injuries that we did last year. Right. That was, a, that was a big that was a big factor in terms of you know how how the team really performed, you know what I mean? So right. um top ten I can understand only because I know our schedule is kind of rough. So um based on how you know especially the way we start, if we start off really rocky, I can see they kind of having like a snowball effect. You know what I mean? Going throughout the, the rest of the season. But anyhow, we start off at least winning, I would say three out of our first three of our out of our first eight, even though you know that's below 500, I think yeah. we'll be in good shape based on how the back half of our schedule is. Right. And we we was talking about that on our uh on the Twitter, the Twitter spaces. 
um shout out to the people that was on there um and one of the one of the people that was on there said if if we hit six to eight wins and basically play competitive you know then that's the start for for this team i mean yeah it's not playoffs but at the same time i feel like it's a good start yeah absolutely bro like to me just the biggest thing i would say is for us to be able to um put ourselves in a position to um compete every week you know what i mean so um coming off the you know the the the, the season that we had uh last year um to me i think the win the win totals are important, but like I said, to me, the competing part is is more of a uh, a more of an important thing to 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 see in terms of how we're you know performing on you know on all aspects of you know the football phases. Right, I definitely agree with you, and you know, we'll we'll all right, man. I can't wait for the season to start, man. It's going to be very exciting, um, and also. Shout out to Darrell Revis, Nick Mango, and the, the Brickasaw Ferguson for being in the ring, or being in the, uh, what is it, the Ring of Honor? Yeah, Ring, ring of Honor. Congrats, congratulations, fellas. This is well-deserved for all three players, and I think they'll be at that Ring of Honor against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Kyle, I, that's, I, I know I know you're going to feel the same way. I think all Jets fans should feel they all three should, should uh, deserve it. Um, yeah, definitely all three are, are worthy of the um, induction. Um, I believe, are they doing it to all the same – all the same day, I thought it was um being broken up. I, I thought it was all the same day because I only saw uh the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so yeah, I guess that's a, that's the way they're doing it. Right, that's the, let me. I can check real quick, but like I said, um, I I know I know they said they was doing it against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I was like, um, okay, so so. That's what's up. I wish I could be there, but at the same time, you know, we're we're probably not. We will we'll probably be at the uh, the Patriots game, and that's going to be, oof, that's going to be critical, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The intensity of the Patriots fans versus the Jets fans. Oh Lord, I don't, I don't think nothing good comes comes out of that. To be honest with you. <laughs> Well, like I said, we just like I said, we just need to hope for the best that you know that the team goes out there and competes on the, on the highest level that they can, and you know just hope for you know that we're able to pull out a win. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're right, Kyle. So uh, Mango will be honored against the Bengals September 25th. Um, Ferguson will be celebrated against. Oh, so so we actually so this is actually good, Kyle. Because Ferguson is going to be uh, celebrated against the Patriots on October 30th, which is the game we was just talking about. So that's very good. And Darrell Vivas will take his place uh, the 27th against the Bears, yeah, November 27th. Okay. Yeah, so that, that, that works out. Right. I, I just think I just think that uh yeah I think we should be at that game uh, October 30th against the Patriots Kyle that's gonna be ooh. 
that crowd is going to be some intense. There's going to be some intensity that game, man. It's very exciting. Yeah, man. Can't can't wait. Um, um, hopefully we get to meet some of y'all uh listeners um that listens to us. Hopefully we get to meet some of y'all. Uh, hopefully we get to meet some people hand in hand. But it's going to be very exciting. We'll, we'll we should we should definitely be at that game. Um. Let's get let's get some NFL news going, man. Oh my God, these contracts is crazy, Kyle. Because Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, he uh renewed his extension, and basically he's one of the highest paid players without it without it being a quarterback. It's basically three years, ninety five million, sixty five million guaranteed. Man, man, man. I did not expect that deal to happen, but he he definitely deserves it. Yeah, he's um he's definitely, you know, like think about it like this is you know considered one of the um you know the best D linemen to to have ever play the position, you know what I mean? So giving him that contract, you know, coming off of um winning the Super Bowl, like it. It only makes sense that he, he would get something like that. Yeah, and I feel like he, he is um he he's definitely the reason why the Brams won that Super Bowl. It's like the it's like that second half was just intensity for him, you know, and I think he he was he definitely was one of the reasons why the Rams won that Super Bowl. And he and he comes every night every year and, and competes at a high level and that's the type of player that you need. So you got him for another three years and um congratulations to the Rams. It's very well deserved, but not just not just him, but also Cooper Cup. We just heard the three year 80 million extension with 75 million of a guarantee. My oh my oh my crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely uh played himself into that that contract after coming off the you know the type of year uh that he had. So you know, again, you can't you can't um, you can't argue with those type of numbers because like what was it? He he would have one of the most like the highest uh uh receiving totals that we've had in like quite some years. So. I said he's he's definitely well deserving of of, of that contract, and again yeah. coming off like it, it doesn't hurt the fact that they're coming off of um you know the whole Super Bowl the whole Super Bowl win. I definitely agree with you, man. Oh man, oh man, it's just it's it's so exciting to see somebody like Cup gets that contract that he deserves. I think he definitely deserves it, and I think. I think he he really balled out with Stafford, and that was his Stafford's first season with the Rams. So, just oof, just imagine. I mean, even if he doesn't get the same numbers, I'm still expecting him to at least get maybe another fifteen hundred, at least. Yeah, I I, I don't see him not having um, a thousand yard season this year. Like I, said, I don't I don't see that being the case. Very, very yeah. he'll have another thousand yard season. 
Yeah, but you know what? They might try to hit, hit, a, hit a couple of double teams on them, but I, I could see Allen Robinson. They they uh, they knew they knew recruit Allen Robinson. I could see him actually having a real good season because that was really what's what's missing. You know, now that uh, Beckham he still hasn't signed with a team that um, I could see Allen Robinson really really doing some things and playing that uh, second slot, that second night with the slot was the second uh, the number two wide receiver spot. Yeah, but. No, no, they also have, they still have, um, you know, Jefferson over there too. So mm. it's not like uh, it's a, you know, a one or two man show. They definitely have a, a decent receiving core over there. So, right. They, yeah, they got the receiving core, but, you know, like just imagine you going from um, Andy Dalton, <laughs> you know, to, uh, <laughs> Eddie Dalton to, to Stafford, you know, so I, 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 it's going to it's going to work out either way. But I mean, the Rams play the Bills week one. It's going to be a very, very exciting game. Uh, I can't wait to see that, um, man. Of course, there's more there's more uh, controversy with um, <laughs> woo, with Deshaun Watson. The man has saw 66 women in the past 17 months. Uh, Kyle, what the hell is going on, man? What the hell is going on? And now they talk about the Texans being uh, defended as well. Yeah, that, as I said, to me, I definitely um, don't really like the narrative that they're trying to paint because um, – like I said, I explained um, before, like I, I understand the, um, I guess a little bit of the whole uh, difference between masseuse in terms of being therapeutic and just um, people that do it, that does it for um, like recreational slash, um, uh, not this what I said, non-medical reasons, you know what I mean? So. Um, I believe, you know, a lot of the, the, the situations where Deshaun was putting himself into um, were, were not for medical reasons, you know what I mean? Like, yes, massages are good, like they help, whatever, but those massages that he were, was looking to get weren't that of something that you would get at your training facility because of the caliber of um, expertise that you're you're looking to deal with. So, to me, with that understanding, yeah, if you're on the road and you're doing going different places, or whatever, that number doesn't seem crazy. You know what I mean? Because if you break it down in terms of just if you do if you break it down in just the terms of the 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 amount of women that they were talking about in regard in relation to the amount of time period, the amount of months. It came down to three masseuse a month, right? right? So if someone was just going to massage every three times a month, would you look at them as being crazy or no. look at them as being extra? No, you wouldn't. You know what I mean? And you can go to a massage and be in different locations because he can travel like that. He has money where he can be in different locations three, three, four times a month, especially during the season where, you know, they're traveling. 
So to me, like the narrative that they're trying to paint for him is one that they're trying to almost like they're trying to say that he's guilty before any sort of trial or whatever and trying to make it seem like it's odd or suspicious, you know, based on uh, his actions, which I'm, I'm not fond of. To me, I don't think you need all that extra stuff. Just stick to the facts of what the case is. Yes, it was 66 women that they're saying that it's mostly whatever, but right now, 24 of them is coming out with saying, you know, there was some extracurricular stuff that um, happened during these sessions that they weren't, um, that they weren't um, appreciative of, you know what I mean? Right, and 22 of them is gone, so, 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 so it's down to two right now, but um, it's, it's, it's just, it's just crazy because what, what is that going to mean for um, the NFL's decision, which should be soon on if Watson's going to get suspended or not, you know, for one, and for two, with Baker Mayfield situation, he was just excused for mandatory camp because they trying to still find the deal for him. Uh, the Panthers are interested. Um, they said some other teams, but the Panthers seems the most interested. And I can't see after drafting the quarterback, I can't see the Panthers going after Baker Mayfield unless if the Browns get uh, release him. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's a a crazy situation for the Browns to be in. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, piggybacking it to you know what's going on with Deshaun. You know, the the word is is that you know with this newest allegation, um, it might it might be a, a situation where. Um, it might be a situation where they can uh, kind of like back out of some of his uh, contract, some of the guaranteed money in this contract, if they deem it a violation after this case. Oh, really? So, yeah. Wow. So that's something that, you know, I guess at this point now has to be, has to be looked at in terms of, you know, the possibilities of what's, you know, going on in general. To me, that's crazy. I, I, that's why I said contracts are very important, you know, just in case something like that happens or if anything happens, you know, you could get, you could get your money back, you know, at a discount rate. But anyways, but yeah, um, all in all, general dates, if, if Baker, uh, they Baker, uh, for what they said, Baker Mayfield and the Browns agree had a mutual agreement for um, Baker Mayfield not to just stay out there and just you know do nothing, you know. They so they want to get a deal done with him. Um, what I was gonna say, and Jacoby Brissett is left. So if Jacoby Brissett is left, then he'll be the starter. If Watson is going for the next six to eight games, I mean Brissett is okay, but. I don't expect them to do much. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm pretty sure that they're not going into the season with the plan of the Kobe being that guy for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, and I and I don't blame them, but you know, we definitely saw things happen 
and this is the NFL, so I won't be surprised if he uh I won't be surprised if he gets suspended, not the whole season, but maybe some games per se. And um and also well either way, when we figure out more information, we'll let y'all know. And um well the Broncos, wow. It, it makes you think this this right here makes me think. If the Broncos was being bought for $4.65 billion, which was double the price of the Panthers, per se, um, how much, how much, if the Jets, if the Jets happen to, to be sold, if Woody Johnson and them happen to say, you know what, let's sell the Jets, how much, how much would the Jets cost? Because I, I don't think they're going to be as much as the Broncos. But yeah, I think actually with, um, if the, the the Jets were to get sold, it, it would be more than what the um the Broncos was sold was sold for just because um of regional you know regional things like mm. the, the New York market is a bigger market in terms of you know um you know popularity and and merchandising and stuff like that so right. The, the Jets would definitely uh, sell for more, you know, than um, a team, like a, a lower market team, like the, you know, like the Broncos is, is sold for. 4.65 billion is crazy. And um, I know, uh, what's the name? Who, who was the, uh, the buyers? Um. I know we said the, the Walmart. <laughs> the Waltons. The, the Waltons, yeah. That's crazy. That means that means they must have some type of belief in the Broncos just to buy them. You know, just like I said, the Panthers was bought for, for like two, I think 2.3 billion, I think. So I mean it's not a fit, it's not all the way official. Because they still have, uh, they have to, they have to review about the NFL's finance committee, and it must be approved by a full vote of NFL owners. Twenty-four yes votes are needed for it to be approved, and it's um, basically it could take two to three months for the sale to be approved and the deal to be closed. No, no issues are expected, so I don't think it's going to be a problem. With them being the uh, the owners of the Broncos, I don't I don't see it being a problem at all. Yeah, I don't see them being a problem either. Especially, like I said the Waltons are they were a very big, powerful family. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes, so I, I don't see um, I don't see them running into too many problems because if they did have any issues, I'm pretty sure they have enough money to get around some of those problems. <laughs> Right. I definitely agree with you. And man, man, oh man, that's just crazy. I, I would, I would love, I know the Jets are not going no. I know the Jets are not going nowhere and I know there's going to be no, no new owners for, for a while, but I would love to know how much the Jets would really cost if, if there, if there was a sale, because this is very interesting for that man. Listen, Kyle, 4.6 billion is a lot of money. They just throwing it out there like a jump change. <laughs> well, I said for for these guys, it 
you know, these the, the, the wealthy families on that level, you know, for them, it, it really is, you know, uh, not chump change, but investment money. You know what I mean? It's right. money that they have on the side that they can just be like, you know what, let's invest it here and make more money. <laughs> right? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one, man. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy what what money could buy, <laughs> man. Oh man, it's just it's just crazy. I wish I wish we would have had some some billions. We probably 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 would buy buy a team too, but <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways, I think that's it for tonight. Um, that's it for the episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. Um, like I always say, you can um, Just Fans. Y'all can follow us on Facebook and Just Fans the group. Not the page, but the group. I'm trying to revamp that page, um, so y'all can like, like on there too. Um, we close to 500 members on there. Um, I think we got 45, but we on 197. We got three more weeks for the special 200 episode. Um, I think I'm gonna start contacting my people by this uh this week or next week. So 200 is gonna be very exciting. Um, until next week, we do this for y'all every week. Until next week. Take a flight.